0: Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Hello, and welcome to Nick's Nerd News. It is episode 207. Today is April 27th. I am your host, Nick. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but hey, how are you guys? Uh, you excited for Dr. Strange next week? I am. That's for damn sure. Uh, a lot of other stuff going on. Uh, of course, um, you know, the 101 league is still doing, uh, uh tournaments every Saturday at Panels Comic Book Coffee Bar. I'm there. Um, uh, we haven't been on Twitch in a while, but I'm, I'm still there hanging out with everyone having fun. Uh, this week is the uh, Nevada Nerd Market or Nevada St- nerd, Nevada Street Nerd Market from 10 to 4 at Panels. So a lot of cool vendors will be there with, with classic video games, Funko, other nerd stuff, uh, Pokemon cards, Digimon cards, all, all that stuff. Uh, that will be there from 10 to 4, the Nevada Nerd Market as they're calling it now. Uh, we will be there, the 101 League, inside of Panels and... A lot going on, but that is uh, what's coming up. Uh, CinemaCon is this was is going on right now. It's weird during the week, uh, so we'll talk about some of that stuff. Uh, so let's get into it, shall we? So, uh, not a whole lot in the video game space. Obviously, it's it's April. Um, a lot of things have either been delayed or or it's just uh, you know, Elden Ring is is controlling the conversation. But anyway, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga came out, what, is it two, three weeks ago now? And it is the best launch in Lego game franchise history. It has sold 3.2 million copies in its first two weeks, which I feel that's kind of low. But I guess for Lego games it's very high. So props to them for for hitting that huge milestone. Uh, House of the Dead, uh... Everyone's favorite zombie arcade game recently launched. Uh, The remake, excuse me, the House of the Dead remake recently launched on Switch. It has now been announced that it will be coming to consoles, PC, and Stadia. Stadia is still a thing. Um, So that is available if you want to finally play that at home. Unfortunately, no light gun options are available, which is unfortunate. Uh, Call of Duty has confirmed its MonsterVerse crossover. Uh, It will come with skins, map locations uh, that harken back to MonsterVerse locales, Uh, MonsterVerse, of course, being the Godzilla franchise, American version of the Godzilla franchise with Warner Brothers and Legendary Films. Um, And there is an option where you can fight King Kong. Uh, When I say fight, you can shoot at King Kong. What that means, I don't know. They haven't really given a whole lot of details in regards to that. But it looks fun. and almost makes me want to get in and and buy some of the skins. They have a Godzilla one. It has a Godzilla mask. They have a Kong one, and even a Mecha Godzilla. So that that actually is really fucking cool, if you ask me. I, you know, you guys know I love Godzilla. I love the Monster Verse. So this is always a fun thing to see, the synergy, the corporate synergy. Um, <laughs> but but no, that's it's really cool. And the trailer's out now. If you guys want to check it out. Uh, Borderlands 3 is finally getting crossplay. What is it? Like three or four years after it released, uh, after PlayStation finally agreed to it. Um, so I, I know a lot of people have been waiting for that. Borderlands 3 came out, yeah, 2019. So we're almost two and a half years later. It finally gets its crossplay, which is wild to me that it took that long. And, uh,. I'm not sure. So, Aspire, the studio behind many uh, Star Wars Switch ports, Star Wars Switch or Star Wars Remaster games that are ported on Switch, uh, and they're also going to be the studio making the um, Knights of the Old Republic remake, uh, were being asked on Twitter or, or Reddit or somewhere. People were like, "Hey, would you ever do a Rogue Squadron port?" or remake, or remaster, and, and they were like, yeah, if there's a fan demand, and A, I'm sure there's massive fan demand for Rogue Squadron to come, uh, to be ported to the Switch or to newer consoles. Um, not everyone has an N64 or GameCube or anything like that to play them. And then the uh, original game director for them said that uh, if, if it does happen, he would love to help. Uh, but also that it should have like some type of Wii motion controls uh, involved with it. And, and you can do that on the Switch. Uh, so that that is something that would be interesting to see with motion controls in, in a modern setting. But obviously Aspire is working on the Old Republic remake. So I'd rather them focus on that. Uh, the new PlayStation Plus that was recently announced. All the new tiers with the game... Access and everything is expected to launch in North America by June 13th. Uh, that is not a firm or hard date. It is an expected date. So do not, uh, if it doesn't launch on June 13th, don't be angry because they didn't say that it was a firm, hard launch. It's just expected by then. Uh, 343 finally, finally put out a roadmap for Halo Infinite uh, three months after they said they would. And, and look... I understand people are frustrated. I'm a little frustrated, um, and and people are not exactly happy with with the roadmap in general. and And I get it. and And they did a live stream today uh, for season two, and and even Joe Staten, you know, creative lead, was like, "Hey, we're internally we're not happy with this either," um, and and they want to get on a uh, faster release schedule themselves as well. They're just, they want to make sure that the team is never overworked. They don't want to crunch or anything like that. But Lone Wolves launches May 3rd, Uh, was expected to only last three months. Uh, This one will last six months as well, ending in November. Uh, It will launch with two new maps, Catalyst, which is arena-based, and Breaker, which is big team battle. Uh, King of the Hill, Land Grab, and Last Spartan Standing will all be new modes added to the multiplayer uh, lineup. Uh, the narrative events called Interference and Alpha Pack. Interference will run May third through the sixteenth, and Alpha Pack will run July nineteenth through August first. Uh, I guess these are tie into the overall narrative that will have a through line through all seasons and multiplayer. Uh, if you watch the live stream, they kind of go into that. Uh, it's a new Hunter Tier Battle Pass. You unlock new armors and cores very quickly. Uh, there's less um, like like resources, I guess you could say, in the battle pass, which is good. It's all it's more armor, it's more um, more shaders, more more core stuff. Um, they also did say that eventually they want to they are going to move away from cores completely to allow you to mix and match as much armor as possible. Um they also added that you have the ability to earn a thousand credits over the course of the battle pass. What that means is if you buy the premium battle pass, which is 20 bucks, it's a thousand credits, uh, you have the potential to earn enough credits to buy the next battle pass. So essentially you could pay for one battle pass and not have to pay for them ever again moving forward if you don't use the the credits, in the store or anything like that. Um, The first new Fracture, which will feature some new uh, cores, will run uh, week one, is going to be May 24th through the 30th. Uh, And, of course, that will come later. Um, And then they have said that Campaign Co-op, Campaign Network Co-op, not Couch Co-op, should uh, launch late August. Uh, That is their target. Campaign Mission Replay is also targeting late August uh forge open beta should launch in september uh and when they say open beta uh, a lot of they did clarify that this means this is full forge obviously things will be added later but this is full-on forge for everyone you don't lose anything this is for everyone to test everyone to use and then it will just keep going from there so it's almost like early access if if you will um And then finally, other quality of life improvements that they expect to drop in Season 2 with no real release date. Unfortunately, um, other things are going on. But they did say with Season 3, which starts November 8th, uh, we'll come with another battle pass, obviously. Um, New maps, new modes, new sandbox items, new narrative events, new fracture event, more forge... Uh, quality of life improvements and campaign split-screen co-op is expected uh, sometime in season 3. So Forge is launching a little earlier than expected, um, but later than originally thought. Uh, so that that's some good news there. But it's a start, and, and that's okay. It is a little disappointing, but it's a start. And hopefully more maps as well. Um... Switching gears back to COD real quick. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 announcement is more than likely imminent. Uh, Call of Duty or Infinity Awards Twitter has gone dark with an image of Ghost uh, highlighting the probably... So Ghost was a major character in Modern Warfare, the old Modern Warfares. Uh, Of course, he launched in the new Modern Warfare as a multiplayer character... Uh, In a skin and not in the main campaign. So it looks like though we'll we'll be getting Ghost in the campaign for the new Modern Warfare 2. Which is expected this fall. Um, And then they also announced their Ricochet team. Which is the team that works on Cheaters. Um, Cheaters will no longer be able to see other players. But everyone can see them. So they're going to get wrecked. Yeah, fuck Cheaters. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so that's really cool. And that will happen in both Warzone and in Vanguard. Uh, Apple just recently updated their uh, app store. And game developers are not exactly very happy with them. Um, Pop, Pop, Pro, Protopop Proto Games um, got an email from uh, Apple... And it says if no quote if no update is submitted within thirty days the app will be removed from sale unquote now uh, that's that's a little ridiculous the game is a little bit older it doesn't need um you know doesn't need updates and uh, the, the they tweeted out quote I feel sick Apple just sent me an email saying they're removing my free game motivoto because it's more than two years old. It's part of their app improvement system. This is not cool. Console games from 2000 are still available for sale. This is an unfair barrier to indie devs unquote. I agree um, that it's like why, why should I, why should they have to update them? If it's fine and working, there's no bugs, you shouldn't have to update it. It's a game. like I, I get they want to clean up their the app stores and stuff but this is this is dumb if you ask me um, really dumb, I, I don't get it, uh, they went on to say, quote, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here on a Friday night working myself to the bone, after my day job, trying my best to scrape a living from my indie games, trying to keep up with Apple, Google, Unity, Xcode, Mac OS changes that happen so fast my head spins, Now I am expected, along with Google's new program, to update all my games every two years, even if nothing is wrong with them. Now I need to dig up my project file, update the Unity version to make sure it meets the App Store requirements, rebuild, retest, resubmit, all to get the exact same game in the exact same place it was before, unquote. Um, And Protopop Games is a single-person developer. So kind of fucked up from apple and google to do that if you ask me um other people went on sharing their concerns um it's a little ridiculous that that's that's even happening like if if it's if it works it's fine i i get some other things but i it 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 it's ridiculous it's really ridiculous that that's even a thing um, Ubisoft is apparently for sale now, but not for sale to the people you think it would be for sale to. Uh, despite the fact that Yves said that they would not be for sale and would not be exploring acquisition or to be acquired, uh, it looks like it might be that private equity firms would be buying Ubisoft, though. Uh, this would not be a, any major gaming uh corporations but i don't exactly like private equity firms buying them private equity firms do a lot of shitty things to companies after they buy them and of course this is just a few years after eve's fought off a hostile takeover attempt uh, by vivendi of all corporations Uh, so I, i i feel like ubisoft makes money i don't know why They'd have to go down this route. They could stay independent. They're pretty big. If they are purchased, though, I I would hope that whoever purchases them leaves them kind of as is. You don't fuck with something that... Don't broke what if it ain't... Don't fix if it ain't broke, right? Just don't break it. Don't break something that works. (laughs) Um... PlayStation has created a new game preservation team, which is good to hear. It is... Uh, uh, so this is per a new employee's Twitter and LinkedIn posts. The Video, video Games Chronicle, VGC, caught this. Uh, and it is, quote, to ensure our industry history isn't forgotten, unquote. Um, it's a newly created preservation team. Uh, Garrett Fredley, who works for them, Uh, He is a senior build engineer, tweeted this out, quote, Today's my first day as a senior build engineer at PlayStation, working as one of their initial hires for the newly created preservation team. Game preservation was my first career passion, so I'm ecstatic that I get to go back to those roots, unquote. Um, This was all announced. This is really cool. It's in the early stages. Um... But they will focus on making sure games as old as 1994 uh, will be preserved. Their code is working. So that way uh, things will work in the future. And obviously they want to make sure it works for their new PlayStation Plus. Since you're going to have access to PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4 games in some capacity. Speaking of which. Uh, the four Siphon Filter games were recently re-rated. Hint, hint. <laughs> um, Netflix has announced it plans to offer at least 50 games by the end of 2022, uh, which will probably include that Exploding Kittens game on Netflix that we talked about last week. Interesting for sure. They're, they're planning on having some other games. I don't know how it's all going to work yet. I don't remember if, if Netflix Games has even launched in the U.S. yet. It's funny that they're still doing this, yet they're cutting other things after their recent losses. Uh, The BBC Proms, which is a classical music concert put on by the BBC every year, will now include video game music for the very first time. Yes, it fits in with classical music or movie scores, as those are all done by orchestras. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, Shadow of the Colossus, Battlefield, Battlefield 2042... Uh, And Dear Esther will feature in this concert. Um, This was first reported by Eurogamer. Uh, The Gaming Prom, from 8-Bit to Infinity, as they're calling it, will take place August 1st in London's Royal Albert Hall, um, and it will be decorated to represent history of gaming. Uh, The Royal Philharmonic Orchestra will be performing. Um, So that will happen... um, In August, Uh, the official description says, quote, Fantastic Worlds, epic adventures, complex characters, and huge moral choices. The universe of computer gaming is a natural match for orchestral music. And in the 21st century, games have created a huge, passionate, global audience for some of the most vivid, ambitious, and inventive music currently being written for symphony orchestra. In this first-ever gaming prom, Robert Ames, best known at the prom's for his explorations of sci-fi and electro-acoustic music, takes an electronically expanded Royal Philharmonic Orchestra on an odyssey from the classic console titles of the 1980s through Jessica Curry's haunted soundscapes to the European concert premiere of music from Hildur Gudenotiers and Sam Slater's score for Battlefield 2042, That sounds really cool. Hopefully it streams somewhere or it's available to watch on YouTube after the fact. Um, That would be very interesting to watch. Even though I don't really care for some of that music. Uh, We'll see how it all pans out. Uh, Overwatch 2 recently went into its closed beta. It has been streaming on Twitch. And it broke the franchise's viewership records on Twitch. Yes, the Overwatch 2 beta... Became the most watched over or most watched Overwatch content on Twitch. Of all the stuff that had to do with the first Overwatch, the Overwatch 2 beta broke its numbers. The beta. That's wild to me. And this isn't even finished. Like they're still like working out the meta and balancing. Like, that's wild. That the beta. The beta. Um, and then uh, Bethesda has announced that it will be retiring uh, the Bethesda.net game launcher and will be moving all of their games to Steam. That's huge. That's huge. It also shows uh, Microsoft's continued uh, support and push for PC gaming once again, uh, launching their games on both the Windows Store and on Steam and not living inside a walled garden. Um and my final gaming bit—it's—it's it's not really news, um, but I finally got to use an Oculus Quest for the first time this past week, and I have to say, I'm hooked. And I played maybe ten minutes. I played the tutorial, like how to use the thing, and then one song on Beat Saber. And and my my biggest concern was either like getting vertigo or you know getting dizzy or or feeling nauseous. None of that happened, um, which I was very happy to to learn. And, you know, I, I always make fun of people on, like, not fun, I don't make fun of them, but I laugh at videos making fun of people who are always, like, jumping into TVs or, like, falling or, or doing, like, dumbass shit when they're wearing a VR headset because they, they don't know. Because it's like, come on, you know it's fake, right? Um, obviously, your, your senses and sen- sense of... Uh, of depth and perception are, are off um, I, I understand that part but it's like you, you usually can p- paint um, like a like a, a zone for yourself to not move but but now finally having used one um, I obviously like you're in this void that you know is not real and the the colors and the shapes and stuff you know they're not real but but the VR this it has Excuse me. Somehow, it tricks your brain into thinking it's real. Like I really wanted to like keep moving inside this virtual space, uh, n- knowing full well that if I did, I would like walk down some stairs. Um, but but it, it's 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 amazing that you know you think like oh these idiots like putting it on like obviously it's a virtual world but like when you put it on, it it feels so real. It's got that uncanny valley, despite you you know that it's not real, but your eyes are telling you, no, 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 it's good, man, it's a big room, you can keep walking, you can totally jump off this platform. Um, it was crazy to me. Uh, Beat Saber was very fun, uh, and, and I, I hope to get a quest uh, in the near future, uh, and then I can finally talk about VR with you guys as well. Um, but that's it for gaming. Uh, I do want to talk about some TV stuff. Uh, Netflix has recently uh, pulled out the knives, the katanas, whatever you want to call them, and just started slashing away animation projects uh, amid its its major financial losses. Um, they have officially canceled Bone, the adaptation of the old comic strip. Um the creative leadership and development for original animation, uh, Phil Rinda, uh, along with uh, several of his staff, were let go. Um, other projects were canceled. Um, the Twits, the Roald doll adaptation, canceled. Uh, they're going to make a film, I guess, out of it. Lauren Faust's Toil and Trouble, canceled. Um it, it's weird that because they were trying to be the home of animation and, and now um, they're not. Uh, Boss Baby is, is their their pinnacle. Uh, makes sense. They don't make it. DreamWorks does. Um, City of Ghosts was uh, possibly canceled and some other things. Um, I, I just think it's interesting that they' they're, they're canceling all these projects. Meanwhile, they were ready to drop 30 fucking million dollars per episode for season four of Stranger Things. It's like if you weren't spending all that money on that, maybe you could be using it in other places. Like Netflix has been operating at a loss, okay? Their stock prices fell to what it was four years ago. The fact that they thought they could sustain their pandemic numbers was laughable. Like what idiot at the top thought that that was going to stay the same? I'm sorry, but that's just not smart. Like, I don't don't know. It's very interesting. Um, and the Simpsons, uh, for 10 years, they have not had a a replacement for Edna Krabappel, Krabappel, who was Bart's teacher in the Simpsons. The voice actress, uh, of course, uh, Marsha Wallace died 10 years ago, um, had been doing it up through season twenty-five of The Simpsons, uh, but a new uh, the episode that recently aired this past weekend uh, featured the n- replacement for Mrs. Krabappel, uh, Miss Rachel Payton, uh is the new teacher's name, and the voice actress taking over will be Carrie will be Washington. Uh, it will be a recurring role in the show, um, but instead of Mrs. Krabappel. She will be a positive influence on the students, apparently. Uh, Remember that uh, Bart has now been in the fourth grade for coming up on 30 years now. That's the first major change for that show in in quite a while as well. Um, Let me see. The Walking Dead, uh, uh, another major Walking Dead spinoff, may not see the light of day, uh, as uh, it was going to be focused on both Daryl and Carol, Uh, but Melissa McBride will not be returning to the show, uh, with, with playing Carol. Uh, this show featuring Norman Reedus, of course, um, now we'll just focus on Norman Reedus. It will just be a Daryl show, which I'm sure a lot of people will be okay with. Um, so many damn spinoffs of The Walking Dead after it kind of lost its luster. That's pretty wild. Uh, and then a new, um, a new animated Star Wars show was seemingly announced. Uh, the schedule for Star Wars Celebration is finally live. Um, I am dig- diligently planning my days around the different panels now. And luckily we can reserve spots for panels. But this new show uh, will be called Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. Uh, there will be a panel hosted by Dave Filoni. Um at the show, uh we still don't know what it's about, um, otherwise, other than it will, um, other than the name. So I'm wondering what it will be. Some people think that it will... Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. People are speculating wildly. I have no idea. Uh, of course, Tales of the Jedi was a Dark Horse comic series uh, back in the 90s. Um, but it was set during the Great Sith War. Uh, and and told the story of Eulich Keldrama and XR Kun and all that stuff. So this is like old, old Republic. Um, but don't know what's going to happen. If I get to go to this panel, I will of course talk about it. Uh, in next month, at the end of May. So actually by the time I talk about it, it'll be the first either the last week of May or first week of June. Um, so we'll we'll see um, what what happens. But that is what's going on in the TV world. Um, before I talk about what's new to Netflix and Disney Plus this week, though, uh, just a recap of Halo. It was finally good. After the fucking worst episode of the show last week or two weeks ago, the so so fucking boring, they 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 spent very little time wasting on on exposition. Yes, we got some more stupid storytelling with Quan Ha and Soren, but then it just kicked it into high gear. Full- on like set piece straight out of the game. Chief and the Spartans battling a, uh, I guess you could call it a platoon of Covenant. Jackals, grunts, elites. Um, we get our first fucking brute in the Halo show. And Chief barely making it out against him. Um, the, the The gore and graphic nature of the episode was was great. Because it's even beyond what we're used to in the show or in the games. Um, it had some classic Halo-like quips. Uh, there's a scene where a grunt, a grunt literally steals a, a, uh, a, a warthog uh, only for Chief to hop on and say, Mind if I drive and, and kill the grunt and take over? Uh, a, a marine gets uh, super-combined and explodes into a pink mist. It, it was wild, and I loved it. Chief literally skyjacks a banshee and crashes it into a spirit. Again, bad fucking ass. Now, I will be really fucking pissed though if the final two episodes peter off from that. I don't think they will because that covenant, uh, um, that human who's part of the covenant in the show gets like rescued by Chief at the end of last week. We saw her with Hunters teased. So if I don't have Hunters in this week's episode, I'm not going to be happy. Uh, but I, I hope they keep up the action. I, I You can't dial it up to 11 and then dial it back down. You just can't do that. Um, there's only two episodes left. My theory that the um, Season 1 would end with the fall of Reach is starting to wane. Um, it, it, maybe Season 2 would open with that, I'm not sure. Uh, but if that human covenant person gets brought back to Reach, maybe the season finale will be the fall of Reach, who knows. Uh, this is a different timeline, things happen differently, uh, so we will see how that happens. Um, but that is it for TV, like I said. Uh, some, some hits coming to Netflix this month. Uh, Dirty Harry, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Uh, The original Jackass, Jackass 2.5, 3.5, and 4.5 will all be on Netflix this month. Rambo and Rambo Last Blood. U.S. Marshals, uh, the sequel to The Fugitive, if you didn't know that. Uh, Love Death and the Robots Season 3. Stranger Things Season 4, Part 1 will of course drop. And then several seasons of different Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shows will premiere On Netflix this month. Uh, Over on Disney Plus. Some highlights. uh, Moon Knight season finale of course is next week. Uh, I didn't get to watch today's yet. Uh, Star Wars Gallery for Boba Fett. So the making of the the book of Boba Fett. Uh, The Chip and Dale movie. Which got a new trailer today. uh, And it features an older Peter Pan. And Flounder being abducted and some other pretty crazy wild shit um that movie's gonna be fucking bonkers i will tell you that right now um and then of course obi-wan at the end of the month uh that will premiere on sunday the 27th i will of course uh be at celebration um, and we'll talk about that uh during that week's episode um so let me look at the calendar uh, so, uh, yes. So, Obi-Wan premieres on the 27th. Celebration is May 26th through the 29th. Um, and we will talk about everything at Celebration and Obi-Wan on June, the episode that will drop on June 1st. So just be on the lookout for that. Um, and then we got a lot of movie news today. Uh, of course, CinemaCon was this, uh, is going on right now. Uh, So, essentially, the studios go to show off their upcoming films to, I guess, movie theater companies. I I don't know what CinemaCon is or how it works. Um, But some other things were going on. Uh, Pixar has finally clarified what Lightyear is, uh, the Buzz Lightyear movie. So, it's essentially, think of it this way. The Lightyear movie that we are going to be watching in just a few short months... Is essentially the movie that Andy went to go see in the first Toy Story movie that made him obsessed with Buzz Lightyear. And if that's not the most meta thing ever, I don't know what is anymore. But essentially, we're going to go watch a movie that was released in practice, in theory, in the Toy Story universe. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway... Uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie of, has an official name. It will be called Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. It will star Chris Pine. I think that comes out this year or early next year. I don't remember it entirely. Um, Jason Momoa has confirmed that Shirley Theron is returning for Fast 10 as he has filmed or he has scenes with her, I guess. But I don't know if that's even going to be true anymore because Justin Lin, just days into filming, has departed the director's chair of Fast 10. And will be staying on as a producer. Apparently it's over creative differences. I don't know how the fuck you start filming a movie and have creative differences that deep in. Like, you know what the script was. Normally when there's creative differences, it's before the project starts. The only time I've heard of it happening like this deep is like Phil Lord and Chris Miller... Filming all of Solo and then getting replaced with Ron Howard. That was wild, too. Don't get me wrong, that was fucking wild, too. And I know maybe it happened shadowy in shadow bands and all this other bullshit in Hollywood. But, like, how do you start filming and then decide to walk off? What happened? That is a tale for the ages, For that's for damn sure. And now filming is paused until they find a replacement. Crazy. You know what? Fuck it. Bring in Michael Bay. That might work. Probably would. Then again, he'd probably get in a fight with Vin Diesel. Um. (laughs) Uh, In other disappointing news, in the ongoing defamation trial against Amber Heard, brought upon by her ex-husband Johnny Depp, it has come out, uh, Johnny Depp has said he will never play Jack Sparrow ever again. He's done. Um, Disney of course parted ways with him as soon as the news came out that he had been uh, abusing Amber Heard. Ultimately now we know that that is not true. Um, but Disney essentially cut ties without knowing the full truth and, and Johnny has essentially moved on from from the role. Uh, that that is an unfortunate. There, there is another Pirates movie in the works, uh, which they have yet to say if it's going to be a reboot or a continuation, uh, but do not expect Johnny Depp's Jack Sparrow to show up in any capacity, um, which is, again, unfortunate. Uh, he is such a great character. Such a great character. Um, Sony uh, has announced... Uh, that while Spider-Verse has been delayed, uh, that we talked about last week, it was very last minute, uh, Madam Web, the Dakota Johnson starring spinoff, will release, this is a firm release date, uh, July 7th, 2023, so that means they're going to start filming that movie soon. And then at CinemaCon, they showed off the first 15 minutes of Across the Spider-Verse, and it looks like it's going to start in Gwen Stacy's universe. Um, It will feature... 240 characters, uh, and they did announce that the Spider-Verse, the third film in the Spider-Verse franchise, uh, will no longer be part two, but will be called Beyond the Spider-Verse. Live action hints, anyone? That's what that sounds like to me. Um, And then they've announced another spin-off movie, this time called El Muerto, focusing on like a luchador, which I guess is Marvel's version of Bane. Uh, And it's going to star Bad Bunny, the rapper. Yeah, I I don't know what the fuck Sony's doing over there. Um, And then also, Venom 3 got announced. Like, Sony, stop. Just stop. Like, let Marvel have the franchise, have the rights back. You failed. And when Craven the Hunter comes out and fails, the mud's on your face, not anyone else's. Okay? Stop making movies about characters. No one likes. Oh, but you say, oh, but look at Guardians. Like, yeah, but Marvel knows what the fuck they're doing. You don't, Sony. You don't. And stop. Just stop. Morbius was case in point for that. Just stop, Sony. Just just stop while you're ahead. Oh, or while, you'll, while you're behind at this point. And stop announcing random-ass spinoffs. Please? Yes? I, up to you. Uh, the Hot Wheels movie is finally happening. Maybe. Uh, J.J. Abrams' bad re- rad- bad robot will be producing the Hot Wheels movie. Uh, so that tells us it's not going to end well. The, the movie won't end well. Not the process, but the... Anyway. <laughs> that was a failed joke. <laughs> um, the Super Mario Brothers movie has been delayed to uh, oh, just about a year from now. Uh, From its original December time slot to April 7th, 2023 in North America. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto was the one to make the announcement on Nintendo's official Twitter account. Um, I don't know why. That's interesting. That they delayed that movie. Um, We'll talk about that. Uh, At Sony's uh, CinemaCon panel... Uh, that's where they announced Spider-Verse 3, Venom 3. Also announced another Ghostbusters film. So I guess it will be a sequel to... Um, oh God, I just watched this stupid movie and I don't even remember the name. Afterlife. Ghostbusters Afterlife. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Um, so I don't know if this will be a sequel to that or, or something. But the next film in the Ghostbusters franchise um, was officially announced and confirmed. Uh, then I do want to talk a little bit about the DC panel. Um, the Batman is officially getting a sequel. Uh, most of the cast is returning, uh, along with Matt Reeves. So that, that's good. I'm excited. Hopefully we don't have to wait too long for that movie. Uh, Pattinson, uh, uh, I can't think of anyone's names today. Um, Kravitz, Zoe Kravitz, uh, hopefully Colin Farrell is the penguin. Um, so that's happening. Uh, they showed off footage from The Flash, which sucks that it was delayed to over a year from now, uh, showing a hermit Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne, played by Michael Keaton. Um, he apparently is surrounded by different bat suits and in different vehicles, uh, even so much as saying, Uh, Quoting the line from his movie, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Uh, But they didn't uh, talk about the tone he says it in. So I don't know. It could be, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Or he could say it like he does in the film when he's talking to Joker. Who knows? Who knows? Um, We got footage, they showed off footage of of Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods, uh, which has some fun call-outs from the description I read. Uh, they showed off footage of Black Adam, which is coming out in October. Uh, Shazam also moved back to December. Uh, but, it, but Black Adam, we got to see more of and and stuff with Dr. Fate and how Black Adam is kind of the anti-hero in this film. Um, they also showed off footage from... Uh, what was the other show? Or what was the other movie? Um, no, I think those are the only ones that are filmed right now. So, please... Oh, uh... uh Aquaman 2, Uh, it looks like we're going on on an adventure story there um, with with, uh, focusing on Black Manta will be the main villain of the film, so I'm very excited for that. Uh, Moving on to Marvel's presentation, Kevin Feige was in attendance uh, and says that him and Marvel bigwigs are going to be going on a retreat soon uh, to plan out the next 10 years of the MCU, which is cool, and I hope that includes TV shows. Maybe Doctor Strange 3? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, obviously, Thor Love and Thunder will be the first, uh, fourth main movie uh, for one of the main Marvel characters. Obviously, they'll probably talk about uh, Cap 4 with Sam Sam Wilson um, and any other potential uh, Phase 4 or Phase 5 films uh, for the MCU. Um, or Phase 4 five, six, and seven realistically um, since phases one, two, three, and I guess it's phase fours right now. Um, so five and six as well since over 10 years we got three phases of in the original MCU. So who, who knows but that that's uh, fun to think about and speculate what's on the future and what's on the horizon for uh, the MCU. Uh, and then finally, Avatar 2, which is real and is happening over a decade after the first film, uh, is officially called Avatar The Way of Water. Um, And it's set 10 years after the first film, focusing on Jake and Neytiri and their kids. Uh, And we get our first teaser trailer next week. It will premiere attached to Doctor Strange 2 and the Multiverse of Madness. Um I can't believe I'm saying this, but this movie is real, and it is coming this December. Wild. It's a wild concept. I feel like we've been talking about Avatar 2 forever at this point. Um, yeah, Avatar 2, The Way of Water, December 2022. That's wild to think about. Um, that is it, though, for Nixner News this week. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, not a whole lot going on. I mean, there is a lot, but there isn't a lot. You, You know what I mean. Um... Halo finally got good. We'll talk more about Moon Knight next week. Uh, so we'll talk about the the last two episodes of Moon Knight next week. Um, also, uh, getting ready for a Star Wars Celebration. I'm going to try and book my panels this weekend so I can give you guys a hint of, of what uh, I plan to do next month at Celebration. I didn't see any video game panels, so that was a little upsetting. I... Uh, I am also going to try and go see uh, the Unbearable Massive Weight of Talent this weekend, the new Nick Cage movie. Uh, that just My week didn't pan out for me to be able to see it this week, so hopefully this weekend. And uh, don't forget to, uh, if we are on Twitch, check out the 101 League on Twitch. If not, check their Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, otherwise, it will also be... I'll also just be at our... Um, tournament for Super Smash Bros. Melee this weekend at Panels Comic Book Coffee Bar in Oceanside uh, at the corner of Mission and Nevada Street. Uh, of course, the Nevada Street Nerd Market will be also be going on this weekend, which we'll be taking part of with Panels and several other uh, stores and, and groups, uh, sometimes the 501st there. Like I said, you get collectibles, Pokemon cards, Digimon cards, uh, other Funkos. Uh, there's food. Retro gaming gear, retro gaming stuff, art, books, local authors. A whole lot of stuff going on there. Uh, and that will be from 10 to 4 this weekend on Mission and Nevada Street. Other than that, as always, check out nixnernews.com where you guys can see uh, all the links to the show for different places where you can stream, follow, or subscribe. Uh, uh, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, uh, or you know you can listen right there in your browser if you prefer. Whatever is easiest for you. Um, we're also on Spotify. Forgot that one. That's a big one. Uh, also, while you're there, check out our social media tab where you guys can see all of our social media feeds all in one place. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, or if you prefer, just search Nick's News on your preferred social media platform of choice. And uh, a lot of fun memes on there that I get from around the interwebs. I do not make them. I do not claim them as my own. I just like to point that out once in a while. Um, But with that being said, I will catch you guys on the flip side. And hopefully we'll have another good week of Halo to talk about as well. And uh, Season 2 of Halo Infinite launches uh, before then as well. So hopefully we'll be talking about that. But... Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you in a week.